Welcome to the evolution of culture, hustle culture, which has naturally played itself out. Welcome to the Hustle Culture Hater Club Podcast. We don't glamorize hustle. We promote empowerment over exhaustion. Your life, your biz, your rules. And now your host, Heather Kehoe, bringing F-bombs and truth bombs. This is the Hustle Culture Hater Club. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. Today, we're going to have a guest on whom we've had before, somebody I adore. I actually quite like this person. I remember having these conversations about the giant preamble, how I go on and on about who the guest is. Meanwhile, you've read the name and the title, so there's no point in keeping the suspense and surprise out there because she's here with us now and you're very well aware of it. Uh, Welcome (laughs) back to the show, Heather Kehoe. Thank you. I'm just honored to be, you know, a repeat guest. Uh, yes. Uh, no, you, we've done a lot of great work together in the past and, um, your, the stuff that you've come up with and, and, uh, and where you've taken it is, is remarkable. It's remarkable. And I firmly believe that you should have more traction and some more eyeballs should be on you. And there's not a lot of people out there that I like, uh, <laughs> you know, like what I mean by that is like so many people, especially in this field are so pretentious. Oh God, I know. And, and they just want to be some sort of guru bandit, some dumb shit. And for mm-hmm. me, it's like, I don't know. People always say to me, like, how do you handle, how do you handle calling yourself a coach or what have you? And I said, honestly, like I, I, I kind of shy away from the title, like more, more of a mentor now or a small mm-hmm. business consultant or uh, an achievement consultant or an awakening consultant, you know, but yeah. I, like the, I don't like the term coach because there's, no offense to all the other good coaches out there. A lot of fucking douchebags in the industry. Totally. And you know what? It's it's now being like made a mockery of almost, right? People are like, oh yeah, now everybody's calling themselves a coach, just like everyone's a yoga instructor. And I'm just like, oh my God, they're right actually though. <laughs> oh yeah. They're, uh, the market did get saturated. But what I found is there are tons of people out there that want help. Yes. And to those who do want the help, that particular person is seeking the right energy. It's seeking Mm -hmm. the right person. So I've had a lot of people say to me, you know, how come you feature other guests on your show or, Mm -hmm. or or, sorry, other podcast. How come you feature other coaches on your show? Aren't you afraid of losing business to that other coach? Mm. Uh, to which I say, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I say my life isn't about coaching. It's about making sure that the people who need it find the right people. Right. And you can hear a message a thousand times over and over and over again. But, but if it's coming from me and there's something that you don't 100% like about me, you're not going to hear it. But yes. if that same message is spoken from your lips and somebody hears it and goes, wow, I resonate with that. Yeah. That's the shit that I like. That's why yeah. I can say, yeah, anyone can come on the show and anyone can push and promote their thing. If you're a fake or a scam or a con, I'm going to sniff you out right away and you're, yeah. you're not welcome here. Unless no. you want to talk about being a snake or a con. Oh, right? wouldn't that be awesome though? <laughs> to get somebody on the show who is a bit of a con, uh, a con <laughs> douche coach and then talk to them about what their con is, right? Yeah, like, I don't even so... know. Like, Would they even know that they're being a con? I don't know. No. 
don't know. No, because they think it's like when you lie, right? And then you believe your lies and then you don't even know the difference anymore. True. And one of the harshest things about that is there are so many amazing coaches that won't take the next step because they believe that what we just spoke about is them. They're yeah. living in imposter syndrome or they're living in fear of, of not being taken seriously for that very reason, because there are so many shysters out there. But I'll yeah. tell you this to anyone who's looking at becoming a coach, you, the people will sniff out your authenticity right yeah. away. So if, if you're, if in any way, shape or form, you're not being authentically you, you're not going to succeed in this realm and in this, in this particular reality. But if you are being authentically you and you do have something to share, something to create, the world needs to hear it because for every million people that want to hear something, there's one person willing to say something. It's one mm -hmm. to a million, basically yeah. the odds. Oh, uh, it's so true. And you know what? It's because um, I work too in like the digital marketing space too. It's the same shit there, right? And it's like, God, everybody's, it's like the same thing. And then it's like, okay, should I be doing that? And then you do it and you're like, this is gross. Like this feels so like not me. And then you're like, fuck it. I'm just doing what works for me and the people will find me. Yes. And it's what I've done in all, like every industry I'm in. I mean, I definitely don't fit the norm for your typical top producing realtor. <laughs> Maybe you do in Northern Canada <laughs> um, where it's minus 60. <laughs> what do you got out there today? Oh shit. It, it's actually warmed up to be honest. It's like not minus 52 at the wind chill. I saw some people in Edmonton posting that it feels like minus 60 with the wind. Yeah. I'm not joking. Like it's That's, actually not, it, it's, it's not okay. We are recording this ladies and gentlemen on to anyone listening later in life. Uh, this is January 18th, 2024. Mm -hmm. Currently minus 60 in some parts of crazy Canada. Yeah. We're in Canada. Eh? Uh, eh? <laughs> Go down to the Tim Hortons, bud. Uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's a wild, it's a wild adventure. Um, and, and you know, you, it, like we were talking about before, you made mention about your website. You're like, I like these websites. And I think, you know, maybe we, maybe we can add some flair to it. And the websites that you showed me, my long history in marketing uh, says that these websites don't convert anymore because people see them and they sort of catch on to them. They're like, I don't know. And I even asked uh, our mutual friend, Alyssa, Mm -hmm. I said, how is the conversion off this website? And she says, it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. She says this, this, you know, this is a, it's a click funnels type page and people sort of catch on to that. Whether most people don't know what click funnels is, but when they see mm -hmm. that page, they're like, this is a gimmick. Yeah. Right. And that's one of those things that when you, when you brought it up to me, I'm like, how do I explain this to her without, you know, without hurting her feelings? Cause I know how fragile you are. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say feelings. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard a bit of your last podcast and, and, um, I think it's gone live by now, but you were saying my last coach will tell you, I like to pivot. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I am a big like, fan of pivoting. You know what? That's what I should, that honestly, I should do like a course on that. How to pivot. <laughs> How to properly pivot. Pivoting yet, 101. <laughs> yeah. Without losing momentum. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you've pivoted everywhere. How to pivot on a weekly basis. <laughs> mm. the, the, the perfect art of pivoting. <laughs> Think about oh my god that's a good one that's a good podcast that's a that's a good mini series right there Six that is, that actually really is because people get really freaked out about that like about pivoting and change and i'm like i fucking love it yeah. i thrive off it which 
is it has as it's got its like negatives and it's positive, obviously, right? Because my focus <laughs> sometimes is like, okay, I've learned though how I've learned how I learn properly. Right. And that sitting down for like two, three hours trying to do something is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's got to be like 20 minute increments. And then I get up and I do something other, you know, else quickly. And then I come back, like, unless it's so like, it's so interesting that I can, I can do it for an hour, but I can't any longer. It's just my task. I start to like, Oh, I wander. No, the brain goes on vacation. Anything more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. The only place it doesn't is when I'm practicing yoga. You can live there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing that I want to get into. I was doing uh, I had a laugh because I, I, I'm working through an injury uh, and Christmas rolled around and uh, we were on vacation. Anyway, long story short, November, December. And again, it's January. So a lot of the, the, New Year's resolution people are in the gym. So mm-hmm. been, that's a whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been moderately avoiding the gym and it's funny how fast it creeps up. It's almost like a month and a half, two months, yeah. November, December, January. Um, and, but I'm still also nursing the injury. So I go in and I laugh because the universe is always talking about pivoting. The universe is going to make you pivot. Even if yeah. you don't, even if you don't want to pivot. Yeah. Oh, so I'm sitting there and in my gym, when they do a water class, everybody that's not in the class gets kicked out of the water spa. And okay, so I go in there the first time for in a, in a long time and I get kicked out. I'm like, this is ridiculous getting kicked out of here at some random time. And I'm like, all I want to do is sit in the hot tub. Cause I don't, I don't have the physical ability to lift right now. I just, I don't want to push it. I want to just get right. back into a moderate routine. Yeah. And uh, so I'm telling this story to a guy a week later, this was like at 11 o'clock in the morning that I got kicked out. And this is now five o'clock at night. I'm telling this guy the story. Like, the last time I was in here, they kicked me out because I wasn't part of the aqua class. Doesn't the aqua class start filling up again? I'm like, what is this garbage? Yeah. Yeah. So you look at that and I think to myself, I think to myself, she goes, well, you can stay if you join the class. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is what's funny. And it's a class full of, um, I would have to say the youngest person in the class would have been 75. Okay. Yeah. Um, Aside from me, I was now the youngest person in the class. Yeah. Uh, and I was the only male. Yeah, I was going to say. And and it was it was great. Like, it, actually, the, the amount of work that went that went into it and what they did in the presentation, the whole thing, like, I walked out of that going, oh, I actually feel really good. Yeah. So I went back in the following day, which was yesterday, at, I don't even know, noon or whatever, completely not five o'clock, and isn't another class going on yesterday. <laughs> so, and, but again, my intention was just to sort of chill out, relax, yeah. and get into it. So I did back to back aquatic wow. fitness classes. And it That's was like, awesome. yeah, I thought so too. Cause I was like, I, it's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do this. And I said, even the universe, when I said, I want to chill, the universe is like, no, we're going to put you to work. Yeah. You know, whether you want it or not. So I'm like, I'm like, it's not what I wanted to do. And then today I went in and I did a full, a full workout, which was probably easier having done back to back water yeah. fitness workouts. And also having never done a water fitness workout, I have to admit, if you get the opportunity to do one, ladies and gentlemen, just do it. It's yeah, it's fun, it's entertaining, and it's more work than you think. And you're in the water. It's an enjoyable experience all over. Yeah, it's so. like easy. It's actually really like easy on your joints. And I mean, it's obviously the effort you put into it. But um, yeah, the pressure against the water, people don't realize it. Yeah. So I like so. I like that. You know, whether you're going to pivot or not, the universe is going to make you pivot. Totally. 
And you, you're a left foot, right foot pivoter. So you can just sort of zigzag your way down the court. <laughs> it's totally. I was thinking about it the other day. Right. And I'm like, God, there's so many things I want to do. Yeah. Like, and you know, it was talking about like ADHD entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. right? Like I wouldn't be diagnosed as ADHD, but it's that like, we want to do so many things that sometimes we end up doing nothing because we're like, oh, I have so, I got all this shit I really want to do. Where do I start? And then you kind of stare at it. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'll just go for coffee. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Story of my life though, that whole thing. That's like the new year's plans when you were a teenager, everyone offers up a plan and you've yep. got like 20 things you can do. What do you do? You sit on the couch at yeah. your house and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's like too much. Right. So it's, like I have started now to really take things down to like threes, right? Everything for me is like, okay, threes. What are the top three things I have to do? Like they they need to get done today, right? Instead of writing like 20 things down, knowing I'm going to look at it and not do them. Hmm. And then feel like, oh, oh man, I didn't do that again. Instead of just being like, it doesn't even need to be done. Just pick the know. top three things. You're also an outsourcing queen. So you do, you know, you do manage to get quite a lot done in a day, even if you don't do anything. Hey, I do lots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you haven't started following Heather from uh, our previous interviews, she's on the TikTok. She's on the Instagram. She's all over social media. There's always a new post. There's always her doing something amazing and crazy and entertaining. And she's like, I don't feel like doing anything. I, I just couldn't imagine what that looks like to you, not doing something, considering every time I open my phone, there you are on a different platform, entertaining me with your information and a whimsy. And you know what? I'm gonna it's that's gonna change again because you know me, I like to change my branding color sometimes. So why not? Yeah. New well, year, new branding. Exactly. You know, you go black and yellow with the bees. Pittsburgh, all the way, black and yellow. Get that was that, that was a song. Be, black be a and yellow, song. black and yellow. Yeah, totally nineties hip hop. But yeah, you know what? It's uh, talk about those New Year's resolutions. Okay, I actually just said was talking about this on my. I think it was called "Fuck the New Year's Resolutions." Actually, was the last yeah last title of my podcast. But honestly, it's it drives me crazy. Like I'm all about setting goals. But why in November are you like, you know, in the new year, I'm going to like lose 10 pounds. Oh, okay. So you're going to wait two months to lose 10 pounds. And in that two months, you're probably going to put on another five to seven. Mm -hmm. And now you actually got to lose 17. Like the logic behind it is just like, it's, it's like that. I'll just wait till the new year. Why? Yeah. You just do it on Monday. Monday's a new new day. New new but day. Why? New okay, there's another thing. Why does it have to be wait till Monday? If it's Thursday, why can't you just start it Friday? Well, because we're all crazy. We gotta psych ourselves up for something. <laughs> something that big, you know? What is this? Ten pounds? Fuck, I'm gonna need some preparation time for this. Oh, yeah. So if it's Monday that you say that, then you're gonna wait till the following Monday, which is a week. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait it out. Until then, Cheetos. Yes. But Honestly, the, oh yeah, and and but this is a game we play with ourselves because we're supposed totally. to play with it, and, and and what people don't understand too is, you know, every single day is a New Year's. 
because there was 365 days between January 1st and January 1st. There's also 365 days between uh, November, January 18th and January 18th. Right? Today's <laughs> a new year. But here's another slap in the face. The, the new year is actually April 1st. I know. And April is, Fool's Day, suckers. This is one of those things that, that not many people gather. Uh, there isn't supposed to be 12 months. There's supposed to be 13. And I know you know this, but I'm sharing this with the audience mm-hmm. now. Each month should have 28 days. 28 times 13 is 364. The actual precipice of the new year would be April 1st. So instead of April 1st being the almighty, all motherful day of, of real reconciliation, the beginning of birth, grass is growing, trees are starting mm-hmm. to grow again, everything's coming out of hibernation. Um, April 1st. And again, people will say, well, that's a, that's a North American uh, New Year's. You know, what about Australia, where it's where they're on the bottom half of the globe, pointing down to a space that's different than the space that we have looking up because we're in Canada. Meow meow. Um, I could go on and on about that, but we'll just. I'm like, why are they not falling off? Yeah, exactly. Why aren't you falling (laughs) off the bottom? What what, Earth can't be flat because cats would have knocked everything off the edge by now. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, it's good. I like the other one too, where it's like what killed the dinosaurs and it's like yeah. the flat earth is there, but like a, a comet comes and hits one side and they all go flying <laughs> off the other side. <laughs> I love this stuff. And people that, you know, people, to, to anyone that's listening to me that knows, uh, I don't believe, I don't believe in the globe. I, I also don't believe in flat earth, but I love the humor that's in all of it. Totally. Yeah. It, it's like, it's, we're just here. That's all that really matters. It's true. Everyone's like, what's the meaning and purpose of life? And to me, that's a fascinating question. I yeah. love the idea behind that question, but it doesn't matter. You know, no. who cares what the meaning is? You're here experiencing it. You're experiencing all the good, all the bad, and you're creating inside your own mind a result from that experience. Yeah. Like, I don't want this to happen, which now becomes a bad experience. I want yeah. this to happen. And it does, which becomes a good experience. Yeah. Well, I remember, okay, so my oldest daughter, she'll be 22 now. Oh, I think she was like 10. And my kids have always been very like spiritual, intuitive, like, you know, for Christmas, they're like, can we go like look at crystals? You know, like they're just, they're just that kind of kid. And so she was like 10 and she, she asked me like, mom, I don't get it. Like we're born and then knowing we're going to die and we live, but we don't really know till when she's like, I just don't get it. Like, what is, what is actually the point? And I'm like, oh my God, she's 10. But you know, to, for a mom to explain that is like, uh, I don't really know the answer, but I said, yes, that is, that is 100% true. We are born knowing we are going to die. We just don't know when or how, or, you know, And I wouldn't want to know that, but I said, so you've got this time that you're here. And in that time, you are going to make choices that are going to determine kind of the paths you're going to go on. So you can choose to live whatever portion of your life, that timeline as, you know, addicted to drugs or being a criminal or whatever, right? You can choose those things, or you can choose to, you know, help other people or or be of service and things like that. Cause I said, there's just really no, no other way I can explain it to you. There's no right or wrong either. If you want to commit crime, 
you'll do. Yeah, it. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I'm like, you don't I want to do it anymore. You know, I don't re- recommend that for. <laughs> did I did I send you that meme? It was like this uh, this old timey, eighteen uh, hundreds seventeen hundreds picture. It's a mm. guy just sipping a giant cup. And yeah, the, and the caption says. Sipping my sleepy time tea at 9 p.m., reminiscing on all the crimes I committed as a child. <laughs> I'm like, this True. is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Because every single person I know, again, that's in this realm and in this reality, that's like, I want to help you, came from either, well, mostly came from an abusive or, or, or disgruntled childhood. And that came through pain that may have mm-hmm. caused pain to others but certainly experienced a lot of pain themselves. And they say, you know, enough is enough. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the divide that stops that. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, some of the greatest, some of the greatest coaches and philosophers that I've ever met are people who have walked through that, the, the, the walls of, of hell, the walls mm-hmm. of Jericho. Well, uh, I think you have to, right. It, it's the same as a drug and alcohol counselor that has never really had a drinking or drug problem in their life trying to, yeah you know, um, understand what's really going on with an addict. Yeah. And it's like, you've never been there. Like, how can you even begin to understand? You can't. Like you can't at all. So I get it. It's your job, but yeah, the best, I mean, life experience is like, yeah. Which is a huge one because, because people will say things like, you know, you know, what gives you the authority to speak on that? Or, or, you know, one of the ones that, that always caught my attention is, you know, as a coach, do you have certification? Mm-hmm. And I laughed. I'm like, who's going to certify me to be a coach? Like, do I have yeah. to go to another coach and get certification? I can offer, yeah. I can offer certification. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got enough people working with us that we sure we yeah. can $5, your mental mastery Alliance certified. Yeah. Who cares? The very, the very institution that's trying to certify you is, is for me was the very institution that I was speaking against. Yeah. So how am I supposed to get an education from a group of people that I don't want to have anything to do with? I can't live in a world where, where, where people openly support tyranny, tyranny, whatever. Well, listen, you need to go trust the science. Okay. And listen to the experts. Okay. Just trust the science. This is going to work out. <laughs> trust the science, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, shit. I think I just uh, put something up about trusting the science. It's uh, it, You can't. You, there's no science to trust. Science is just another religion with a better marketing team. Yeah. Um, speaking of science and actual yeah. science. Weird science. That's right. You had um, boobs. At one point. Well, I still have them. Okay. Okay. Just checking. Uh, I and, have breast tissue. Boobies. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but you went through the eighties and nineties and opted to have them augmented. Yeah. Um, and we spoke on this on episode 266, I believe, which in the lineage of my, of my show, I haven't recorded too, too many. Cause I think we're only on episode 278. So you were technically only here 12 episodes ago, but <laughs> That was like six it feels like yeah. so long ago. It was, yeah, because it was, like it was in July. Yep. It was in July when I had it done. Yeah, so uh, we had you on, and then um, and then everything sort of came through. I went through a few of my sicknesses, major sicknesses, oddly enough, because I never get sick, and then a couple injuries, and all of a sudden, you know, six months goes by, and I'm only twelve episodes beyond it. But um, but yeah, it's been a while. So um, mm-hmm. to anyone that that um, hasn't heard the first episode, it is episode two sixty six, um, and it's all about her journey through. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, implant removal and sort of what it was. Yeah. 
but you're yeah. six months out now mm-hmm. and and do you find that i don't know are you like are you are you faster in a wind tunnel do you swim faster how does <laughs> how does, how does it all work out? And, and again i'm I'm making light of the situation it's not a very light situation but ladies and gentlemen yes heather and i are quite good friends uh, having, yeah. having a laugh here as if i have to defend this and like, like right jokes. it's I'm like you know what if i you're hope i don't offend this, anyone yeah <laughs> no offense but uh <laughs> you know what okay here's here's something very interesting um when so i was working with a, a friend of mine dr shannon pierce she's a functional medicine doctor and she does lots of like women's hormone testing and things like that. When we were doing tests, it like my tests kept coming back that I had really high mold in my body. And so, yeah, so we were doing like mold tests in the house and everything's fine. And usually if there's mold in your home, other people are getting sick, right? There's other symptoms and everybody's fine. So then I said, well, let's test again, a couple of months after I had my implants removed. So we did that. All the mold was gone. So your body and those saline bags, I think they were saline, were creating silicone. Mm -hmm. They were creating a mold there, like actual mold inside your body. Yeah. So it was, yeah, these, like I have the, and it's like, holy shit. But I mean, you just don't know, right? Like there's still... It's a foreign object in your body, right? So mm. your body goes anytime you, I mean, you think about a sliver, right? Your body goes into like react to push it out. Like you're, it causes inflammation. Like it just does. It doesn't matter if you have a pacemaker, whatever it is, Yeah. but there, you know, and it, it's funny because when I got them done, there was no, no, there's no risk. No, there's no nothing. Well, then it comes out after that. Okay. Well, we're not, we're discontinuing these because they actually, you know, um, are linked to a certain cancer and and things like, you know, like there was none, none of that when I got them. The doctor Um, was even having a cigarette while he was telling you probably the the lack of, the lack of things to worry about. You'll be fine. Yeah. Surprised you didn't do this sooner. Yeah. But yeah, with the mold, it was, it was crazy. And I mean, inflammation went down a lot in my body Yeah, because it wasn't fighting something because what it does is it, it builds like a, almost like a a capsule around it, right? That to protect it. So your body isn't constantly attacking, but it's still recognizing your body still recognizes something's there Mm -hmm. that isn't supposed to be there. I remember prior to you getting them out, you, you were having issues with um, uh, like basically swelling, the swelling of your entire body. You were trying to lose weight. You were trying to do this. Yeah. And, and, and all of these things weren't working, but you were working through a ton of stuff. And then the idea of, was it called breast implant poisoning? Was there an actual term for that? Well, they call it breast implant illness. And a lot of doctors do not, do not acknowledge it as a actual real illness, Mm. right? It's, um, there's some that are really great and they're like, yep, you know what? This is, we've done all the other tests. This is what it definitely could be. And, um, women who've had them out, they've all noticed something totally different with their body and the way that they feel like you cannot deny that. Yeah. You trust the science, right? Trust the science. Yeah. 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 You're saying there's a lot of doctors that, that won't say that, you know, that, that, that it's real, but there's also a lot of doctors that said COVID was a real thing that was killing people. So, um, you know, the medical community has done itself no 
true service, other than the fact that they've pointed out that they should be wearing white lab coats with their sponsors mm-hmm. on it, much like NASCAR. Yeah. Right? Because these and, are the and what's his name there? The football player. Uh, Taylor Miami? Swift's. Oh. No, Taylor Swift's uh, boyfriend there. What's so, his name? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Yes. So I've said this a thousand times, ladies and gentlemen, that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, who they go up against, I don't know. Uh, but this was all conspiracy betting, even to the point where I, I noticed uh, in the first was it the first round of, no, they were seeding. They were seeding mm. the playoff round. And third place Kansas City was sitting there waiting to find out who their opponent was going to be of the three teams. Mm-hmm. And I pointed this out as soon as I saw the graphic, I'm like, let me get a picture of that. But it was, it, passed, it was too quick. So it was third place Kansas City, which means that they're waiting for the sixth place seed. Whoever's going to seed in the sixth spot. Right. So it was KC versus the three of them. Because there wasn't a definitive answer. AC versus 666. And I'm like, there it is mm. right there. I'm like, even an additional piece. So, it's wild. So you got to, you know, I don't know what the odds are right now that the, that they're going to win, but uh, it's worth the bet. It's it's worth, you know, it's worth betting everything that you own on it. <laughs> Bold statement, ladies and gentlemen. Do not take that seriously. Do not. Gambling is a risky sport. You must do your research. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et Disclaimer: <laughs> If you're going to soundbite any of this podcast, you must soundbite it in its entirety for consistency and context. And now back to our regularly scheduled. I program. love that. <laughs> Disclaimer: <laughs> I have so another one. I think it's this one here. In the news. In the news. Now, let me talk about the news, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I put that up there and I'm like, mm, eh. I'd never really use it because I don't talk about the news anymore. I'm so anti the news. Oh God. I, I know. Really care less about it, but it's, it's a funny thing. The, uh, it's a funny thing watching the news. Denzel, Denzel was on record as saying, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. If you do watch the news, you're misinformed. Yeah. 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 And I love that because there's so much truth buried in the news and, and the importance of, of all that stuff. Ah, anyway, I think we got a bit of a, a bit off track. Because I do want to talk again um, about how you feel, like how you feel six months out. Yeah. Um, with regards so, to all that stuff. So the funny thing was, is, um, you know, my doctor, my surgeon was really good. Um, he did say to me, he's like, you know, and I get it. It's their job, right? Like they, yeah. they make money from, I mean, they make money either way, right? Yeah. You're still paying for the next plant, but um he was just like, okay, psychologically, like you, you're going to be really, really flat. And I'm like, good. I can't wait. I actually can't wait to just wear like teeny tiny, cute sports bra. Well, you know what? Uh, I am not flat. I'm actually disappointed. (laughs) He's just all cans, ladies and gentlemen, all cans. (laughs) But I mean, it's, it's different, but it's still not like I was, I was really prepared for like nothing. And I'm like, Mm, no, it's pretty good. Um, but it does feel, I don't know. Like I feel, I was also getting like a lot of sharp pains in my chest and in my arm and those couldn't be explained either. Um, those are gone. The, um, like even the color of my eyes, the color of my skin, totally different. I thought you had a filter on. You're so pretty over there right now. Oh, look at me. I haven't seen your face in years. Well, I have. I've seen it with the with the Instagram. Uh, I do look pretty good, actually. Look at this! Look at this! Look at this blunt right here. I'm looking fantastic. 
49 and looking fine. <laughs> yeah, I find that we look better than some of the kids, you know, or at least when we were kids. Oh, Jesus. You know what? That uh, every time I go into a high school, if I go like daughter's playing volleyball, I look, I look at the photos right from the grad pictures going back. And it's like, Jesus, like they look like they're third, like 40 years old when they're 17. From your age, from your brackets? Well, not so much mine, but okay. Like my parents' wedding photo. So they have been married for 50 years. Right. Um, They look, my mom was 21 and she does not look 20. I don't know if it was the, it, it, the glasses and the hair and just, I don't know. Like they just look so much older. Yeah. It's, it's funny too, because, you know, if you think about it, you can look at, you can look at pictures from any generation. Yeah. Right? If I, if I showed you, if I showed, if I showed you um, a picture and it was, somebody was wearing like leather with a little bit of frill on it and bell bottoms and there was a flower in her hair. What year would you guess it to be? I'll give you, I'll give you a 10 year window. Go ahead and give me any year. Well, I would have said the lace and the leather 80s, but then when you threw bell bottoms in there, I would have went to the 70s. And a flower in your hair. Yeah. 70s. Yeah. Right now, tighten that leather up, make it black. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're talking about the 80s. Like a virgin. Make that leather a little bit more boxy and add some neon. (laughs) Now you're talking about the 90s. Right? (laughs) Take all of the character in all of the clothing away. And now you're talking about the year 2000. And the year 2010 and the year 2020. You couldn't tell the difference between somebody taking a picture today and somebody taking a picture in 2003. You know, if the if the picture qualities were identical, and yeah. there were no distinguishing markers in the background, you wouldn't know. But you would know between 1992 and 1988. Yeah. You know, yeah. you would absolutely know. So everything kept progressing. You would know. You would know between 1776 1901 <laughs> you know you would know when i said 1776 everybody heard chamber music in their head ring 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 ring, 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 ring. the big fluffy collars right, where the hell did that shit go hear ye, hear ye. yeah what is that that's reserved for vampires now we don't get to wear those fluffy things <laughs> oh my god that's right? funny so so all of everything changed you know and yeah. your your generation mad like hardcore gen xers um, i'm on the tail end of gen x i'm i'm a zenial Okay, hold on. What year were you born? Uh, 80. So I'm 74. Yeah. So you're Gen X. Gen X goes right up to 80, theoretically. But 79, 80, and 81 is its own generation called Xenials. We're not quite Gen X. We're not quite Mm. millennials. We're Xenials. Like, this is fantastic. I love labels. (laughs) Um, It's like, but it's cool because, like, I get the technology. Yeah. I can use it. And my sister sees it but can't use it. Use it. I can't speak apparently right now, but that's the thing. Like, uh, how was I talking about? Gen uh, X. Gen Z- X. Zil- Zil- what are they called? Zillennial. What are they called? What are you? Zennial. Zennials. Okay. Gen X and millennial. Zennial. Okay. So uh, my husband is a 79. So he's a zennial too. Zennial. He's not quite Gen X. He's just no. a baby. A weird baby. Gen X is like nothing beats Gen X. You guys were the generation that at 13, you turned 30. And you're currently still 30. <laughs> like that's basically how it worked out. Like, yeah. You, you hit 30 because you, 
you, if you had siblings at 13, you were taking care of all of them. Mm-hmm. You're 12 years old. Your youngest, your youngest sibling is three and you're basically in control of everything. Well, nobody knows where your mother is. Yeah. All, the only rules that we had were be home, be home yes. when the lights come on. Right. Yeah. Like I remember, you know what the best, one of my best memories of growing up is, and like, I tell my kids this and they're, they just, they're in shock. Um, I said, grandma, well, grandma and pop. So my mom and dad used to write a note for me to take to the store signed by them so I could buy cigarettes, cigarettes and alcohol, yeah. <laughs> not alcohol, oh. but cigarettes. So, you know, they'd be like, we give Heather permission to buy pack of players, filter, whatever, sign Gordon Martin, and I give it to the, the clerk and she sell me the cigarettes. Like that was the good old days. <laughs> I didn't have that experience. I never had to, I never had to took it, take, take a note in, but uh, my dad grew up in a, in a town called Burlington and across from like literally up the path, there was a restaurant. Uh, people don't remember it, but it was mother's was the restaurant out here. And in the front door, the front vestibule, uh, there was a machine. You put in a bunch of quarters, you pulled a rod and you got a chunk of cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I remember cigarettes those flying out of the machine. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Like, and, and it was always 20 packs or whatever, but that was the yeah. thing. Like you, you, you put some quarters in and like it was dispensing soap laundry at the, yeah. at the, the, at the laundromat. Oh my God. I forgot about those. Yeah. yeah. Just the big knob and it'd be like, Shh. you just let go of it. Yeah. You pulled that thing out like eight miles too. Like you grabbed <laughs> it and you ran to the back, you know, and you just fucking, whoo, here we go. Well, I remember that. My dad used to send me out. And it's funny too, because you think about it, like how lazy is your dad that he's sitting on the couch and he sends... <laughs> five-year-old across a field to go buy cigarettes from the local bar. Oh God, I know. But those are like, oh man, it was just so different then. It was, I loved it. Yeah. And now you can't get away with nothing. There's nothing, there's nothing doing. There's nothing, there's nothing worth getting away with. You know, the the television too, we were raised watching television. So when you're a kid watching TV, Everything was about, you know, wait till your legal drinking age, you know, go to Kokanee yeah. Mountains, you know, absolute vodka and the yeah. martinis. Everyone's loving life drinking this booze. Yeah. So your whole life you're watching this, you're watching, waiting to become 19 so you won't get shit faced. And, and then we just do our whole lives. We're just like, uh, I'm still going to get drunk. Yeah. Oh, and that's, that's a huge manipulation that, that isn't being experienced right now because people aren't watching TV. Yeah. And I'm seeing, I'm hearing from my friends in the bars. He's like, yeah, you know, our numbers are way down. And it's yeah. also because the price of everything's way up. Oh my God. Well, my, tw- my 21 year old, she's, they like, they, well, first of all, they can't afford it. They're students, right? Yeah. I'm paying her and her, like, um, her dad. And it's like, yeah, 12 that, bucks. A, yeah. Take that Kyle. If you're <laughs> Kyle, I'm sending this to you. If you're listening, Kyle, hang up. <laughs> Do you have a monster energy drink? Where's your dirt bike, Kyle? <laughs> Punched any holes in the wall lately, Kyle? I'm just kidding, girls. I know that's your father. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a Kyle that's never punched a hole in a drywall. Just put that out there. Oh, I bet. definitely he has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was probably because of me. <laughs> Kyles are hole punchers. It's just the way it is. One fist through the drywall, one fist with the monster beverage. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But Stereotypes honestly, it's... place for a reason. Totally. But yeah, they go to the bar and it's 
so a drink's 12 bucks. Remember, remember a buck of beer nights? That's those are the best. Yeah. Or was a buck shot. You just go, yeah. all right, I'll take 20 beers and 14 shots. <laughs> and that's like, that's the $34 you went to the bar with. <laughs> all I got. Well, and mini pitchers. Like we used to be able to buy like $5 mini pitchers. And oh, like the thought of them actually makes me want to barf. But re- yeah, we'd walk around the bar with these mini pitchers and a straw. And I'm like, Geez, my kids will never, they'll just never experience that. And the mini pitchers started off as being beer. And then somebody's like, no, no, we should, we should put alcohol in these things. Yeah. So then they were like, okay, well, we'll just make it three shots. But then the bartender towards the middle of the night, your mini pitcher is like 50, 50 rum oh, something yeah. for like $10. <laughs> you're like, if you're not blackout by the end of this drink, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, nobody can free pour anymore. There's no chaos that goes on in the bars. And if anybody I touches know. anybody after dark, everyone's getting sued or me too. Yeah, totally. It, it is. It's like, I, I honestly feel, um, and as a mom, you know what? I have this conversation with my kids because we have raised them. That it's like, you are going to fuck up. Okay. Yeah. You're going to fuck up. I hope you fuck up. I, I hope you are safe and don't harm yourself or somebody else when you fuck up, but that's how you're going to learn. Right. And yeah. that's how you build resilience and all of this. So it comes down to, I mean, we see this with kids. They are so afraid to fuck up because their parents have coddled them so badly, right? And they're like, oh, no, I'll just fix that for you. Oh, no. It's like, no, 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 no. They're screwed when they go out into the world. Yeah. Like your kids, they are fucked. They are the ones who are offended for everybody else, or they're like so massively fucking confused because you've done everything for them and protected them to the point where they they're it's like bubble wrap. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really, it's, it's really sad actually. It It's huge. It's huge too, because it's not just, it's not just these kids, you know, it's the kids, kids now generation. Cause mm. we're on generation two now of, of the trophy generation. So oh the very God. first crop of trophy kids, anyone born in 1990, Mm-hmm. you're the trophy generation. So everyone that's born after 1990 that had kids, those kids are gen two trophy generation. Mm-hmm. And 90% of them, this is going to sound harsh. I'm going to lose some followers, some friends over this. I'm going to, I'm going to lose Bye. some friends. <laughs> losing friends here. <laughs> People that I love, I'm going to lose them. Wow. Bye. Um, a lot of gen twos never left the house. Huh? So, so second generation, we got a lot of grandkids living with their grandparents because yeah. the kids born in 1992, 93 never left the house. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's a peculiar thing. It's a peculiar situation that we find ourselves in. Now there's multiple factors here. Coddled generation, absolutely asinine inflation. Yeah. Uh, nobody can afford a house. A house back in the day were $28,000 when our parents bought their first house. Yeah. Now, if you look at a house, it's going to cost you a million dollars. That, yeah. doesn't even, that doesn't even guarantee you're going to get it. No. So, you know, what is it? For me, it's just screw it. Buy a boat and go live on the beach. I love it. And that's the plan. You know, that's the big plan. I, yeah. can, take, I can take the podcast gear with me. I can do anything from anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, but- it, it, it is. It is. It's, you know, and I've had this chat, like <laughs> Chris and I've had this chat numerous times, right? If, if things keep going the way that they are going in Canada, well, we got to go. Yeah. And we're taking our kids with us. I know that they're, but I'm not going to have them be here and have to deal with all the shit. Right. Right. And if they have kids, it's like, no, no, 
It's, it's out of control. It's, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Canada's completely lost its way. Oh, when, when I traveled to Europe and people, well, even when I was in Mexico, like before that, and people would always be like, Oh, you're Canadian. Oh, you're so lucky in Europe. They're like, Oh, Oh, your government. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. Same with Mexico. Right. And I'm like, it's embarrassing actually. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be a pride thing. You'd wear your Mm -hmm. Canadian flag on your back. Um, But now, you know, it's not that you denounce being Canadian. It's just that you don't advertise it. Um, You know, I remember, I remember two of the Americans traveling. They're like, just put a Canadian flag on your bag. Make, make everybody else. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a rule for them. But yeah. So, I mean, like we're, you know, we're screwed. We're screwed on, you know, WEF. Um, And I, I can easily say Pierre obviously has to win the next, the next election, but I mean, you want to get into politics. I believe that it's all rigged as well. So we're going to see, we're going to see how it plays out. If Trudeau Mm -hmm. somehow gets back in, if that's, if that's the, the, the the hand that they want to play next, it's time to leave. It's time to sell what, what you got. Just get out of here. Well, here's something very interesting. So I was in Vancouver in, it was like the end of November, went to watch stage play volleyball. And so my different Uber drivers I'd have, I have, I love having conversations with Uber drivers and a lot of them had immigrated to Canada, right. Coming because they were made all these promises that, you know, it's so much better than where they're from. Well, you wouldn't believe um, they're like, yeah, we're, we're all going back. The rate of um, immigrants leaving Canada is at um, it, it's astronomical actually that the amount that they're that the rate that they're leaving and I was talking to one there, one was from China, a couple from India, and they were talking about, you know, we the the money and the taxation and how different it is in India and when they buy a house. And I'm like, holy, yeah, I would go back too. Hundred percent. So it was it was just really interesting listening to them because they were not, you know, they weren't born here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, talk about, I mean, the one guy was, he, he was, he's going to do very well because he had bought a condo back when it was two fifty something mm-hmm. in Vancouver. Right. He will easily sell that condo now for probably eight fifty or over a million. I don't know anything that's in yeah. Vancouver. That's not going for a million. Yeah. So, I mean, for him, like super smart that way, but he's like, yeah, like if I stay, it's, you know, how do I get ahead if I sell that and I want to buy a house? He goes, I'm back. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going backwards. You'd have to move into the outskirts of Ottawa. Yeah. Or, or, or Saskatoon, you know, where you can still get a house for $600,000. Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw on your listings that like a 10 acre ranch for $600,000. Yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. But I, but I don't want to be in the middle of the country. No, I want be at the ocean like hands down that's just where i need to be and you know i i said this to chris i'm like we have a lot of assets right so we've got lots of money wrapped up in assets and so i'm like i would and why do we need all this shit you go through life on this idea that you have to collect to prove to to you that you are who you say you are yeah and then there comes a point in time after you've done collecting that you're like i don't fucking want any of this Give me my laptop. Give me my microphone. I'm out of here. Yes. 
Yes. And so the, as I get older and of course, like we're on our last two years here of kids in high school. Yeah. Right. And then things change again. So it's like, wow, when you don't have the kids in school anymore and all, you know, you look at things that are available online and just, I mean, it's wild, right. The things you can do online and work from anywhere and just do whatever. But yeah, yeah I would sell, like, I would sell everything and just, I want to be somewhere that is warm, like tropical near the ocean. It needs to be safe. I don't want to go live in the middle of like a, you know, war zone. Um, and it's got to be somewhere where an avocado is not $2 and 50 cents. Probably, uh, it sounds like you're talking about Costa Rica in a gated community. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been there actually. I have a friend of mine. Um, I'm going to be on her show probably next week. She's got um, a condo that she has now as a timeshare in a community and they're opening mm -hmm. up a secondary thing. And I said, what's the complication of getting, um, getting it? She goes, oh, it's something to do with like a five-year wait or I'm mm -hmm. like, that's ridiculous. I just want to put my money into it and be done with it and, mm -hmm. and have a house in your, in your community. Um, I laugh too, because a, a lot of my friends are hesitant to move money, you know, and I say, there's no, there's no problem being cash poor. As long as you can afford a sandwich, you know, you can be cash poor, you can be in debt, yeah. right? As long as you've got an idea of where you're going and, and a trust and understanding that society will forever constantly pump out this same old rhetoric and same old bullshit. The same thing too, with regards to making money is if you're mm. willing to take a chance and take a risk, you've got this. You're mm -hmm. doing something else that's kind of interesting too, where you're doing it's gold and silver is one of them. You're doing a few things mm -hmm. like that. I mean, mm -hmm. how's that, 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 that paid for your European trip? Yeah. So what's, well, yeah, a little bit with, um, I would say more like blockchain. Um, I'm, I'm doing, I have like all these gold and silver actually is just barely new. Okay. And it's, I wanted, it is something that I wanted to start like investing in and, and growing a couple of years ago. But I honestly, I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to trust. And you talk to Elisa about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Carla. So I am actually involved in their group. Yeah. Like so from beforehand or you got involved afterwards? Just got involved. Oh yeah. Good, good. Good. Yeah. So that's been like really, it, it's been an eye opener, an eye opener about learning about money and the history and the the bullshit, right? The fuckery, basically. Yeah. And the history of gold. Um, like, I was like, holy shit. They were, like, accepting gold as payment up until 1971. Yeah. Like, that actually was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. And the fiat currency came in and ruined that, which was the the general, yeah. the, 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 the Reserve um, Bank of America, et cetera, yada, yada. And the same with the... What they're doing right now, they're killing fiat and they're and they're going um, mm -hmm. they're going CBDC, mm -hmm. so they're killing it and going into crypto. So your blockchain mm -hmm. thing is one of those things that's it's impossible to fail, even if it is, you know, even mm -hmm. no matter what it is, the the move into crypto is is the inevitable next move. Uh, yeah. And precious metals is the same thing too, because eventually yeah. people don't understand this. Eventually, the inflation can only go so high, yeah. and the illusion of all finance will crumble. And I'll state this again, uh, because the disclaimer was in this episode. If disclaimer, you, disclaimer, if you're paying your taxes, you're paying into an archaic system. Mm -hmm. So what am I saying? Am I saying don't pay your taxes? No, I'm saying do a little bit of research. And if you've got questions, oh, feel free to send me an email if you want. But there is, there's, 
this is one of those things where the, the, the idea of taxation, and again, ladies and gentlemen, if you soundbite this episode. <laughs> the, we are not the, accountants. <laughs> yeah. The, I am not giving financial advice. I'm just an asshole with a microphone. Uh, <laughs> the uh, there's, there's truth to that. But Al Capone, for example. Mm-hmm. Al Capone's a fun one because people know who totally. Al Capone is. But they he's a he's a Mandela effect, which is really cool, and he's a uh, and and he's a uh, a pawn. Now, do, as for the Mandela effect, do you know how Al Capone died? Died. Uh, did did he actually die in the jail? I'm trying to see what you remember. How do you remember Al Capone's passing? Isn't that funny? Because I was at Alcatraz. I was like one of the last before, uh, well, before it closed down. And I remember, this is what I remember about Al Capone. And I'm like, something doesn't add. And this is quite a few years ago. I'm like, something doesn't add up here. Like he did all these things, but then he gets arrested for tax evasion. Tax evasion. Yep. And jailed. I'm like, mm, And then he died no. of syphilis in jail. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I knew that he died in jail, but. So here's where the Mandela effect comes in. I shouldn't have said that because that, you know, that's, that's a precursor, but that's how I remember. That's how I Mm -hmm. was taught. Al Capone, he dodged everything. He was the Teflon Don. He was the king. Then they got him on tax evasion. So that message being sent is even to the, to the general layman, Al Capone can get away with everything except taxes. What makes me think I can it's a trick. It's a it's a it's a manipulation trick to make you blindly pay taxes. Yeah. Money is fake. Yeah. So the desire to pay out is fake. The fact that the government is giving billions of dollars to the Ukraine without anybody mm-hmm. asking anything or without without any of our natives getting, you know, clean water or without, you know, the the, the water boil process, without Michigan uh, not Michigan uh, uh, uh Jesus Christ, I'm drawing a blank. You know, um the boil water um uh, issue advisories uh, or whatever. Yeah, all across yeah. North America. Yeah. But Ukraine's getting our money. Mm-hmm. And then what happened in Toronto, I don't know if you saw this, property taxes went up by 10%. They're like, well, we got to balance the budget, so we got to raise your property tax 10%. Ladies and gentlemen, can you imagine 10% more money going towards your property tax being stolen from you after you've already paid income tax? <laughs> hmm Eventually, we're mm-hmm. going to stay something about it. But uh, Al Capone never actually died in jail. He was released of jail, and he went down to Florida, and he died in retirement and that mm. is the new story that never existed when I was younger. That's the Mandela mm-hmm. effect. So it shifted from him dying of syphilis, specifically mm-hmm. in prison, to him just dying in a Florida retirement home. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting when you, I always say, when you, when you know, you know, right? And then you hear something, you're like, mm. and other people are very stressed out and you're just like, like yeah, no, there's, you know, I would be stressed out, I guess, if I didn't understand and I only saw the surface. But when you know that what's being presented is just a bunch of bullshit. When the surface starts to crumble. Yeah. 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 And I have to say, you know, I there it gives me hope when I see more and more people actually figuring it out. Well, I remember being completely ostracized by the 
majority of society for oh, having yeah. the opinions that I had and sharing them on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> boy, oh boy, did mm -hmm. people hate me. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's yeah. funny to it's funny to watch the trust the science people sort of come around. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Once the illusion starts to crumble, it can't keep itself together. So once you start seeing it individually, it's crumbling. Your 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 version of reality is crumbling. Mm -hmm. But the version of reality that we're all collectively sharing is also crumbling. The more people understand this and see it. Yeah. The longer my beard gets, the more revelations <laughs> come through. <laughs> uh, well, and I feel that the people that get so triggered and get so angry are, they're the ones that it's like they know. They know in their soul something is fucked up or their NPCs working for the same very matrix that we're trying to fight against. Yeah. But it's like, they just <sighs> think about it. If you are, you've been believing one thing your entire life. Right. And then to be told something else, it, a lot of people, they could not handle it. They just it's, couldn't handle it. It's easier to fool somebody than to yeah. ever convince them. They've been fooled. Yes. Is a quote by I don't know who because I'm not looking it up right. Yeah, but it's true, right? Oh, yeah. And so then they get angry. They get so fucking angry because it's like they know, they actually know that they are distance. being fucked over. And that's also the very root of anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. So when I say I remove anxiety and depression from people, I do because I show them anxiety and depression is your body not fitting in with the world around it. And We've been tricked to believe that we are the outcast in that scenario, not the globe, mm -hmm. not the world around us. Yeah. And that's, that's massive because we are unique. And when we understand that we are unique and that we are probably right about everything that we believe, then you don't have to think to yourself, I'm crazy. You then have to look externally at the puzzle and go, how do I put this together properly? Mm -hmm. And that's huge. That's yeah. a huge one. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I love it. I love the mystery of, of this world that your 10 year old daughter going, what's it all for? Uh, to tie that back in, you know, there's no, there's no, um, there's no real true rhyme or reason to what we're doing here. Other than the fact that without death, life is meaningless. Mm -hmm. Therefore, without life, death is meaningless. So both of them are absolutely necessary. And the thing too, is everyone's like, oh, you know, when you die, you die. That's the end of it. Bull fucking shit. Mm -hmm. You came from somewhere. You weren't just a, an interaction based on coitus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the meat suit is the meat suit was prepared from here, but, but the soul that's running the ship, yeah. God knows where you came from. And if you yeah. came from somewhere, you had to, you have to have gone, you have to be able to go somewhere. Yeah. And that's what blows me away about this experience. The idea of, you know, the more we fight each other, the more, the more we, you know, we were he, classes, you know, men versus women, uh, races, black and white. You yeah. Know, um, and of course, all the other races that I failed to mention right there, Jesus Christ, um, you know, the trans, the trans agenda right now, all you're seeing and that sort of stuff. Like, you know, you're just seeing, you're just seeing angry, angry, angry. Yeah. And it's funny because it, how do you turn gay people and straight people, not so much against each other, but against everything? Because I don't know any, I don't know any gay people who are pro grooming children. Mm -hmm. Right. So even they, even the quote unquote OG gays are like, I'm so against this movement. Right. Mm -hmm. But that movement, that movement is energetically everywhere. So mm -hmm. we're supposed to, I don't know what bow. I think mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle said it best. He goes, how much of my participation do you need in your life for it to, for it to seem like a real thing? That's totally it. Right. Yeah. And, and 
um, you know, I use this example with somebody that like, it's not my job to make you feel comfortable with who you are. Like yeah. the, the very thought of that, I'm like, just, just think about what I said, right? Like if you are needing validation from everybody, there is something drastically wrong that needs to be dealt with. There's some real fucking unhealed trauma because it would be like me. And I use this for an example. I said, it would be like me walking down the street and going up to somebody and saying, I am the most beautiful woman in the world. And they're like, "Mm, I don't think you are. And I'm like, no, no, I am. And if you don't fucking believe it, and if you don't, Right. It's and they're like, holy shit. And I'm like, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. If it makes you feel any better, you're definitely the most beautiful woman in this podcast right now. Thank you. There you go. That counts. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You don't you don't address me as a woman. I can put you in jail. That's a hate crime in Canada. You misgender yeah. me. How dare you? Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. You know what? People just again, it. Like if somebody looks is walking down the street and looks like a woman to me, I'm going to think they're a woman. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm trying to misgender you. I'm just, fuck, that's how I see it. Yeah. Now, if if I'm walking down the street and you think I'm ugly, that's how you see it. Yeah. And then I can do the argument of, no, I'm the most fucking beautiful woman in the world. I'm the greatest. Right? It's true. So it, it is. And it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess for me, the biggest thing is when it comes to, you know, wanting to be treated equal, but wanting special recognition for all these other things. It's like, well, which one is it? Yeah. Do you want to be treated equal or do you want to be treated as a unique and special individual with special talents and special gifts that we all have to bow to? Yeah. And the funny thing is, I run the risk of getting in trouble for recording this podcast because my opinion isn't valid, even though I am pro everybody getting along. I'm anti-war. Yeah. Which also makes me a bad person as well. Yeah. You yeah. Know, not wanting to fight or, or, or seeing past the bullshit. Yeah. Makes well, me a terrible person. Yeah. And it's, at the end of the day, it's it's funny when you say about the the OG, right? Like the OG gays. It's it's true. Many of my friends that um are OGs, right? They're like, fuck, we fought so long just to be treated like, you know, normal people, just yeah. to be treated as humans. We don't want to be lumped in with all the other shit that's going on. Right. And it's um, yeah, it's it's just so messed up. Like I, heard, I heard the story that the rest of the world is mocking North America because we're doing so many, so many weird things for a very, very, very minute minority. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, we are curtailing our entire country. Like nobody's talking about anything that needs to be done in the country. All we're doing mm-hmm. is fighting each other over the gay situation. Mm-hmm. And that is a hundred percent driven. There's a, there's a reason mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. And so this is like, it's, it's the agenda. It's agenda pushing and, yeah. and who's going to keep you distracted. Us. Right. Yes. Yes. Because if, if we're not distracted, we don't realize that we're getting gouged. We're getting, we're getting destroyed at the gas station. We're getting destroyed yeah. on our taxes. 
We're getting destroyed everywhere financially. We have nothing. And what are we going to do? We're going to fight and fight and fight. And I'm even hearing things like the government talking about how, you know, they've got to do something about inflation at the, at the, at the, the grocery store, because it's not right that the grocery store is charged so much for, for certain produce. The government is saying this Mm. very same government. That's going to charge me 10% more just Mm -hmm. to live in the same house I've always lived in. Yeah. Right. So once people understand that they don't have to pay taxes, we don't know. We no longer have to steal from anybody else. We just stop giving to the government that's stealing 50% of our money. Mm-hmm. And eventually the 100th monkey will cross on that and people will be like, yeah, we're done here. Yeah. We're done. We're done with this bullshit right now. Individualistically, people can't do that. People can't be like, well, if I don't pay, they're going to come and take my house. But if all of a sudden all of Canada just says, you know what? Fuck it. We're done here. Then the game changes. You know, but I've the- had this conversation many times. I'm like, seriously, the whole, like everybody was just like, fuck it. I'm not paying. What are they going to do? Can't put us all in jail. I right? mean, technically, but also technically, we all currently live in free-range prisons right now. Yes. That's the yes. idea. You know, a prison inside a free-range prison keeps you sort of in line, just like solitary confinement inside the prison sort of mm-hmm. keeps you in line. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, you know, the idea that prisons exist prevent people from realizing that the country that they live in is a prison. Mm-hmm. We're locked into this. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. This isn't supposed to be a doom and gloom episode either. This is just one of those like all, like open and awareness episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've heard my message and have been looking for a coach, but don't like my style, Heather's very similar to me, but she's a woman. She's faster in the water these days and in wind tunnels. And I'm mold free. She's mold free. You don't have to worry about her having the mold. She's mold free now. And I like that. I think that's fantastic. I like having mold free guests on the podcast. I totally. Yeah. I mean, so honestly, better. it's, it's, it's healthier for everyone. But yeah, it's at the end of the day, here's what I say I don't care how you want to live your life, what you want to be, how you identify. I just don't have to agree with every fucking thing that you do. And same with goes for me, right? You don't have to agree with everything I do. And that's where it needs. This is, this is the problem. Everybody getting, you know, offended by somebody not agreeing with them. And it's like, holy shit, you know, and then it turns right away to like, you're racist, you're homophobic. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with that. Like, you know, I said to somebody, if I think you're an asshole, you're an asshole. I don't care what race you are, what gender you are, but as soon as it is somebody who, you know, is a different race or gender, then it's all of a sudden got this different label on it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, they're just an asshole. That's right. Right. Yeah. And th- this is, this is where it's gotten so out of control that, and these labels, you know, when you're calling somebody a race like that is a that that is a major accusation oh yeah and yeah. it's like do you even understand what races do you understand or is that just a buzzword that you heard well here's another one that's major as well over the past three or four years the amount of people that got quote-unquote you uh, me too youtube yes i was gonna say, I was gonna say youtubed yeah but that got me too um it took away it took away the 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 impact and the importance of what was going on. Yeah. So many women just said stuff under the guise of believe all women that it ruined a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. 
and it changed a lot of things and and a lot of men are like afraid to to make a move or to say things or to be forward anymore yeah um and you know who's really missing out on that is is the girls that liked it rough <laughs> the girls that were a little bit dirty those <laughs> girls are like nothing and i was talking to a few of them too and it sounds funny when i say that but there's a lot of girls out there like hey man i like things the way they were uh and no guy is talking to me now like a lot yeah. of guys are just afraid they think that if i if i say anything that i'm setting them up um trevor bauer comes to mind a lot the baseball guy mm. you know so when you know that he got he lost his entire like millions and millions and millions of dollars and then it mm-hmm. later came out that everything that the girl that did that accused him of that um there's text messages between her and her girlfriend and she's like this is what he's getting this is what i'm going to try and take him for i'm going to blah 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 and it was all also her go to him like in text she's like i need you to choke me tonight i want you to punch me like i like it rough uh, so trevor mm-hmm. bauer's like okay i'll just got taken advantage of right yeah. and that's you know one instance but that it, it discredits so much and there were so many people that that went through that to the point where it's like you know sexual assault now is misgendering mm-hmm. like it's a criminal offense mm-hmm. the sexual assault used to be like when you when you use the term rape that was yeah. a huge that that word had still does but had so much impact but now it's like and now it's like when you hear it you're like well did it really happen? I know. Like mockery, like society has, has hurt it so much. And there's been so many finger pointing that society now is just like, mm. it's lost its, impo- it's lost its power. Mm-hmm. You know, So either you're a tax evader, you're, you know, you're a sexual assault, you're, you know, you're a racist. These are all terms that just get thrown out to discredit people and thrown out so often. Oh, I know that, that. And people's you know, lives ru- like ruined, yeah. ruined. Right. Because somebody is maybe fucking hasn't dealt with their shit. Right. And decides to ruin somebody else's career and life. And um, I mean, it's just like the whole, you know, this is happening lots, but some kid is caught saying something on a video that, you know, think about the shit like that we we have said like in a moment or whatnot right like it was terrible the 80s and yeah. 90s we were we were piles of shit back then yes and so you like something comes up like you're not even saying it in a way of like you know uttering threats or anything and that video it's like boom around and that person's like like it's like fuck when is this gonna stop what's like, ridiculous it's out about of control is, is imagine somebody had a vhs on you in the year 1993 mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and you said something stupid because you were at a house party drinking and you couldn't find your pants. Yeah. You know, this very likely could happen. Right. And then here you are, you know, now your career is shot. Yeah. Because somebody dug something up from 1993. Like, how can you, how can you hold 2023 Heather accountable for something that took place in 1993? Yeah. And that shit, that whole narrative blew me away. Cause like everybody on Twitter for a minute there, everybody on Twitter was getting, some shit was getting dug up about them and just thrown back in their face. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they're like, well, at a party in 1983, yeah, you said that. And it's like, holy shit. Is this for real? Yeah. The biggest thing is that Kavanaugh guy. You know, when you think about that, yeah, the, the ringers they put him through and then the other guys, they just walked in. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, society, society has gone that way. They've, they've certainly taken, uh, they've taken from everyone the ability to, to make their decisions up on their own. And mm-hmm. they've made everyone feel guilty about something. And when you feel guilty about something, typically you don't speak against it because you're like, you know what? This might get thrown back in my face. 
Mm-hmm. So they made everyone afraid to speak by using Twitter and your past against you in real time. Yeah. Right. And now, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen to me? You know, they, they can throw all of my past behind me. There's stuff that there's stuff that I've said in podcasts, you know, in episode uh, 20 or 30 that I don't remember now. Yeah. And if you want to hold it against me, that was where I was at that moment in time. It's not who yeah. I am today. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I am concerned about things that way. Um, and that's why it's like, I would just love to move to an Island and rescue dogs. And, and if it just went back to, you know what, let's everyone mind your own fucking business. If you want to be a unicorn, be one. If you want to like do what, do it. Like, I don't care. You know what it, it do what you need to do for you, but you cannot expect everyone just to agree with you. And that's the issue. That's the fucking issue. Right. Yeah. Be as crazy as you want. Do whatever the hell you want. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. And your participation doesn't exist in my life. Yeah. Why does mine have to exist in yours? Yeah. Yeah. And I want you to be a unicorn. I want you to think that you're a cat so that you can piss in a box in the school. Okay, so put a litter box out there. Okay, so so I need to I need to just quickly say this because this is really this shit really happens. Um, so I was talking to a parent about this, right? And and now I'm thinking to myself, okay, if my kid came home and they were like, "Mom, I'm a cat," and I'm like, "Okay, um, sure, you know what? That's that's cool. If you want to be a cat, and and this is where this is where I have the problem with it. Cause again, I don't care what you want to be, but if you're going to be one, you f- be a fucking good one. Be the like best you better be, you can be. be the best fucking cat you can possibly be. Right. But this is, this is where the issue is. So these parents are like, sure. Yeah. You can be a cat, but you know, you can still sit at the table and have dinner with us and do your homework and sleep in your bed. And, um, y- you know, like you can shower, Right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll tell you something. If my kid wanted to be a cat, this is how it's going to go down. Shitting in a box, boy. Yeah. And you're getting the cat food. Okay. You're not sitting at the table because you want to be a cat. This is what a cat does. Like you really want to live the life of a cat. This is what they do. So here's your little tin of food, right? And your little bowl of water. And you're not going to be showering because that's not what cats do. Lick yourself, boy. It's but seriously. Oh, it's not even it's not even anti-serious. I mean, there's gonna be somebody out there that's gonna be like that's gonna listen and go, how? How could you possibly you know? And it's like, come on. The kid says he wants to be a cat, play the game. Right? I remember when my dad yeah. caught me smoking back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't, you know, if I just said I want to be a cat, it would have been the same thing. Here's your bowl, here's your cat, yes. sit on the floor and shit in a box. When I got yeah. caught smoking. Oh, you want to smoke? Here, smoke them all. Yeah. Right. So they did that to me. He's like, smoke all these cigarettes. Didn't quite work. So I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> dying. I'll take another one. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, it's like, okay, if you, but oh, so you do you just want to be a cat at certain times? You just want to pick and choose how crazy you sound. But that's not how it works. You want yeah. to be a cat. You want people to you to identify you as a cat. Then you can be a cat. You, you live it. You live it all right? the way through. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I said. I don't care what you are, but or what you think you are. 
just see it through. Yeah, be the best. Stop being a quitter. That's right. That's right. Right? Don't be a half-ass cat. Fuck that. I ain't got no half-ass pussy. This goddamn house. <laughs> Gonna be a cat. Be all the way, kitty cat. But, I think it's fantastic. I think it should be that way. You know, I think everybody should live up to their thing. And I think that, you know, you know, live up I, to your potential. Okay. Right. Be the best cat you can be. Well, be. I'm going to say like, same I mean, with, that's, yeah. that's how I, I think, I think it should be, I think it should be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that anyone that, I think that anyone that wants to attack, you know, you were trained to attack. And even yeah. the fact that you and I are talking about this is it, it's getting our energy. You mentioned earlier in the year that you're like, I'm just going to focus on the positive stuff. And I did that. I made that shift a while ago. Like, I, There's so much negative that you can focus on, but there's so much positive out there that you can be focusing, mm-hmm. on, focusing on too. So, I mean, I love it. I love absolutely all of it. And then people will say, oh, well, if you're not focusing on everything, you're ignoring stuff. That's bullshit too. Mm-hmm. Because you're focusing on whatever it is you're focusing on. And if you think you're ignoring everything else, like you can live in that negative space. You can live in that darkness. Or you can choose to focus on whatever you want to focus on. So but I don't think wants- I don't think it's negative. Like I don't think this is negative. I think it's it's what is actually going on in in our world, right? Like this is actually what's what we see on a day to day basis. It just goes to show how susceptible people are. Yeah. Remember back in the day, if you said you were a cat, you ended up in the loony bin. Yeah. Right. But now you're not oh, allowed catching to do that. catching mice in the garage too. That would be another one. Yeah, you'd have to go in the garage. Go live in the garage. That'd be a real. Go in your keep. I can tell you my kid right then would be like, fuck, I'm not being a cat. No, hundred percent. I just think, you know, I think that, you know, in this day and age, I think that we we're in a spot right now where if you're going to fight and be negative and hold an opinion, that's quasi crazy. Mm-hmm. It's because you want to fight and it's because mm-hmm. you literally have nothing going on in your life. Yeah. And that sounds harsh and horrible, but if you've got time, to fight over whether somebody else's kid is a cat. You know, like if you've got time to put your soul and effort into somebody else's kid, you've got too mm-hmm. much time in your hands. You have too mm-hmm. much time in your hands. Totally. And that's that's not something that a lot of people see. And and it's so obvious how quickly and how easily we appear to be getting manipulated. Like us as humans, we're getting played like like bandits. Totally. And it's it's getting it's getting to the point that's that's crazy. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Now, speaking of bullshit, which is a great way to end the the, the episode here. Yeah. I want to know, I'm not going to say speaking of bullshit, I'm going to take that back because of what I'm, what I'm about to say. So speaking of amazing content and great things, what, uh, what is it? Where can we, where can we run some people to? I'm going to put, I'm going to put your, your stuff in the, in the show notes, but you know, I know well, that you're going to you know what? a few things here. I really, my favorite platform is the gram. It just is. It's easy. It's always there. Oh, it's always there for you. Yeah. It's always there for me. Um, and it is at the Hustle Culture Hater Club. Beautiful. Beautiful. And of course, the podcast available on all your favorite streaming platforms, the Hustle Culture Hater Club and the website, the HCHC.com. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you guys aren't following Heather, do yourself a service and and give her a follow. She, For the love of God, follow me. She's entertaining. Engage. She's, mm-hmm, and say hello because she's got answers to your questions, no matter how absurd. 
The crazier the question, the funnier the answer. I can assure you of that. I do take real requests as well for reels. Anything you'd like to see? How is the TikTok treating you? Okay, so you know what? Reels are... Okay, this is where you have to get things straight. Okay, reels are Instagram. TikTok is TikTok. Honestly, TikTok is... I don't know. It's like, I'm there and I'm not there. That's why Instagram is like more of the consistency for me i just feel like it's more kind of my people there yeah well that's you know? the crowd i mean we're it's, just, it's the same people that are sort of they, the people with money and a little bit of time to kill yeah uh, they're on the instagram sort of doing a bit of a sometimes they're doing a doom scroll sometimes they're doing a uh, an empowerment scroll and they do the empowerment yeah. stuff that's what you show up. or the comedy yeah some good comedy up there i like to be funny yeah you have engage to entertain educate this yeah this world is way too ridiculous that want to lose humor in this not for me uh, i want to create and create and create yeah and if you're not a like if you're a fun hater don't follow me i'm gonna just tell you that right now <laughs> if you don't like to have a good time please <laughs> leave me alone i found you in the comments you people are mean to me that's true there are people that want to shit on good times which is yep. absolutely unfortunate i mean you do bring the engagement up and the algorithm loves it but i mean honest you see now i've blocked anyone that's not following me from mm-hmm. being able to comment because I didn't want the mm. bots on my account. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. So I, I pulled that shit off because I just didn't want people scrolling through and seeing my bot comments. So if you're not following me, you can't comment. And it's funny because I've had a lot of people try to shit on me. So they send me DMs uh, at which point I screenshot the DMs and put them. Those in the are, those are money. When you screenshot yeah. those, those are awesome. Like, what do people think? Like, you're just going to run your mouth to me and like, and be a dick and, and I'm not going to put it on display. I mean, come on. Yeah. Thanks know. for your comment, Dan. Yeah, Here's my response. Listen, Kyle, I got a story for you. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it, uh, it works for me. I mean, I'm enjoying it. And, awesome. and I love the I fact love that, it. I love the fact that people, people want to see an inspirational account and then, and then open their mouth. They don't know who I am. I can't, it's like, I'm going to take this personally. Yeah. But they just want to run some shit into the ground. I'm like, yeah. the best reply to most of these DMs is, yo, who hurt you? Like, what is going on? I know. It's a what shame. Happened? It's a shame. But that's what people are doing. They're spreading their own version of hate on your product. I know. I know. So, but you know, you just send them right. a little bit of love and you just tell them to look just to calm their tits. Calm, calm them titties. <laughs> for for uh, And maybe swearing will help. These are little fridge magnets I got. Maybe Palm your tits and maybe swearing will help. That's perfect. Yeah. Those are good. Those are, those are good magnets. And that's actually a, a good way to end the show. Just calm yes. your tits and maybe start swearing a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my words of advice. Calm your tits and maybe swearing will help. I, uh, I want to end it on that. So okay. uh, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hustle Culture Hater Club podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the HCHC.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at Instagram.com slash the Hustle Culture Hater Club. If you'd like to speak with us, please send us an email through podcast at the HCHC.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to like and subscribe and stay fully up to date. Until next time.